when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. You have one new voice message. New voice messages. Hello, where are you? I've been hot for over seven minutes. And honestly, I've been sad and not a single person has recognized me. And I don't feel like I need attention. So get here right now. All right. Bye-bye. Deleted. And welcome to Daddy Look At Me. A podcast where myself, Helen Bauer and Rosie Jones sit down and talk to our favourite people from the world of showbiz about attention, childhood and of course, Daddy. Great to have you here. Now let's crack on with the show. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And welcome to Daddy Look at Me. You look at me, you piece of shit. Daddy, you're from once in your life. Look at me. <laughs> now, my daddy, Rosie Jones, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Yeah. Daddy, you were on TV. I was. Again. Yeah. And you had a, a special that. moment, which. Yeah. Is the talk of this office that we record the podcast in? Yeah, lovely Helen on reception. Yes. Um, was very very excited about this. Yes. Do you want to talk about what you did? I what I don't know when it will come out. Well, it was on TV but, quite a while ago. Yeah. Let's just assume that. Probably last year. So I was on a show called The Last Leg. Great show, big fans. Great show. And it's topical, it's comedy. So I spent all day writing topical jokes. Mm -hmm. Got on there. You know what? I didn't do any of my jokes. It's hard to get a word in on those panel shows. Yes. And Alex Brooker insulted me. Unbelievable. So I went to bat his <laughs> leg away. I did not bat his <laughs> leg away. I hit him in the bollocks. Hard. Don't make Hard. it sound like you were just tapping his leg away. It was like a proper, it looks like an attack. Yeah. It kind of was. Yeah, but then you do that whole like cute I'm Rosie thing afterwards where you look, oh, I'm so shocked. I can't believe I touched your ball. Oh my goodness, how could I do it? And you yeah. look, but if you look in your eyes, you can see the in joy. In dead eyes. In your dead, we don't know if I've said dead eyes yet, okay? So. Oh my God, I was, right, you have dead eyes. It's not on me, that's on you and your genetics. Ivo, do you think Rosie has dead eyes? Uh, no, I, I, if anything, it's the opposite. 
Oh, oh you prick! Piercingly. Are bad. you really struggling with my yeah. word game? That's the main thing I'm focusing on. Ed Gamble moment. would have done it by now. Yes, I'm very sure that Ed Gamble would have done e everything to an excellent standard. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we intro our? Do you want to just apologise, maybe, to Alex Brooker for oh, hitting him in the balls um, live on TV? No. I would like to apologise on behalf oh, of Rosie. Well, I don't I, think it's appropriate. I think I will do it again. Well, you grabbed my tits halfway through recording most yeah, days. Yeah, but that's not accidental. Yeah, and also I do fucking love it. Like, yeah. it feels good. Makes you feel powerful, makes you feel loved. Touch them now, please. Uh, thank uh, you. It's so squidgy. Yeah. I know, they're great wabs. Touch them, man. I mean, they're just, but you wear underwire bras, so yours look better. I'm just like flapping around. I'm fine with it. Hey, we've got a lovely yeah. guest, don't we? He's really pissed off right now. I've spent so long looking at it that I've locked myself out of your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Ivo Graham! Uh, hello, Ivo. Hello, Rosie and Helen. Ivo, we gave you a word challenge to play with. Um, you All you needed to do is think of one five-letter word, middle letter N, yes. and you couldn't get a single one. But, but using the letters below. Yes. yes. G-N-K-Y-V-I-L. Yes, yeah, so it has to end Unky, like linky or something. Yes. But, uh, I couldn't work out what, what, what it was. Do you want to tell us that you like had a good education and you should be embarrassed yes. right now? Yes, Eton and Oxford. What a waste Did of life. Did you go to Eton? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Google uh, your guests. Don't <laughs> Just do the first I'm bit of genuinely, research. I'm so obsessed with Eton. I've watched like four documentaries on it. <gasps> oh my God, no. Were you one of those little boys that got sent away from home to go to boarding school at like six? What? Yes, it's seven. I know. Oh, I watched a documentary on those kids. My life was that documentary. Oh, mate, did you cry? Were you in the dorm rooms crying? Yes, it was a solid term of crying and then things got better. <gasps> Documentaries. What's the word? Can you can you I don't know. Enter I don't what the want, answer is? I knew it. I wouldn't have had to give it to you because I'd assume that with your education. Cheat to, 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 to say yeah. what the word no, because is. then I have to use my coins and oh. then I'd have to win more. I can get you one more letter. Can do you I want pay, one more can letter? Can I pay you to do it? <laughs> yeah, give, give me one more letter. I'll give please. you one more letter. So it starts it with a V. Inky. Vink Vinley. V uh, Vinley? No, no, it's not Vin. It's obviously not Vinley. That's not a. Vinky. It definitely is a V I N, isn't it? It's gotta be. Vinky. Vinky? The, but what does that mean? Vingy? <laughs> v Vinley? Final! Final, yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, it's final. <laughs> Look, we won the level! And now I've got 26 coins. It pains me that vinyl. I was not able to do that. So why didn't you know the word vinyl? Um, because I uh, I became obsessed with it ending in KY and I didn't consider other options. And I don't you... have vinyl on the brain because I'm not one of those record collector chaps. Or ladies. <laughs> um. I'm sorry that you've had such a rough start to this podcast. Uh, yes. Okay. I know it's not easy for you and this is going to get so much harder. Yeah. Absolutely. Ivo, we're going to dive into your we're childhood. Yeah. You haven't dived your into anything. Issues. You didn't even know I went to Eaton. Are you fucking I don't want to assume. It's in every bio. It's all I've got. But I haven't Googled you. No, that's absolutely Because I know fine. you. I've really, we've gigged together, so I don't have to Google you. That's, that's a, a logic of Where sorts. did I go to school? I don't know. Somewhere less expensive, I imagine, statistically. <laughs> well, it was, it was a school that was around the corner, the local one. What a treat. Did Court you like, more school. Did you, did, you, did you cry for a term? 
<laughs> Intermittently. Lovely. Like nothing about just, just in general, just for fun. Well, we all cry occasionally. Yeah. And it can be very cathartic. Yeah. But I never had to, I, was, I wasn't sent away from home no. at seven. People say sent away. It, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of semi optional. <sighs> you, you know. Yeah. But when your mom and dad said, We don't want right. you at home anymore. They didn't oh, phrase it like that. Yeah, cough. They said, <laughs> There are some great opportunities waiting for you in Oxford. Uh, and uh, all you've got to do is not see us for three weeks at a time. And I understood the logic behind it. So very mature. Oh my oh. God. Um, you don't need to coo that much. I'm uh, not. I'm just. I'm just like. It just explains you so much. Um, what uh, was the documentary you watched? So it was the boys were at Sunningdale. Right. I want to say, and it was a group of girls as well. And um, it was like they were calling. They told the parents, "Don't call in the first week. They need to just have the separation." Very true. And yeah. these poor girls, so young, like babies, just crying. Like, I want my mum. I want my mum. And the matron just being like, oh, you can talk to me, but you have to go into your room now and yes. lights off. And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't. But the matron isn't there. She's not their mummy. But they do have, they're very good maternal presence, the matrons and the dames. <laughs> they, they become they? more. The dames? The dames, yes. Who are the dames? Every, or Dame Judy Dench? Every <laughs> house is a dame. It would have been an honour to be looked after by Dame Judy Dench, but she was too busy with work. Um, uh, every house has a dame who's like a sort of matron, and, uh, and they're in charge of the pastoral care, usually religious. It was a good time. It was a simple time. And then you went straight from there to Eton? I didn't, actually. I went oh. to a day school in Australia for three years because my dad got a job there. Now, Ivo, speak to us and speak to us true. Yes. Okay, do you feel like you got enough attention as a child? Uh, yes. Did you ever seek more attention than what you received? Uh, I mean, sometimes, I mean, Your parents course. were paying for other people to give you attention at the end of the day. Through the yeah. nose. Um, I, uh, I I know you'd like me to say that I didn't get enough attention. This is just one <gasps> no, no big one's story. No, not to say anything. Why are you being like that? There is a preconceived neglect narrative that you've brought into this room. <gasps> It serves oh. your podcast well if I was neglected as a child. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd rather yeah. that, but like... Of course, that's what you want. We all want to get into the <laughs> iTunes top ten with some trauma, but this isn't the Griefcast, and I broadly had a very nice time oh, at school. Oh, you know what? I listened to the Griefcast. It's very good. It's a very good podcast, It's very good. It? Only someone I knew could die so I could get on it. You must have had someone die. Yes, but How no, about your childhood no spirit at seven when you got sent away? Great yeah. stuff. <laughs> that's really good, but I don't think Carrie is wasting an hour of her time on that. Sadly. <laughs> Not, not like you chumps. Whoa! Um, Whoa! Ivo, I'm going to need you to give me and Rosie a compliment each yeah. right now. Oh, uh, right. Um, Helen, uh, you're, you're absolutely holding this podcast together, despite my belligerence. And uh, Rosie, you. um, you're very violent on live television. Uh, <laughs> Thank and, you. Uh, and in and real life. And in real yeah. life, of course. Yeah. But, but a lot of people are in real life, but a lot of people uh, freeze up when the camera Play starts no, rolling. No, well. I want to be my true self. Exactly a violent Little and, and the nation's taken it to yeah. their heart. That's yeah. what's nice. <laughs> Whereas Brooker is, uh, uh, you know, the, the nation wants to see Alex Brooker punched yeah. in the crotch. Yeah. <laughs> they really did. Well, that was weird how everyone was with you. Oh, dear. <laughs> so many comments were 
Can we see that again in slow motion? Well, that's what they'll be doing this week, of course. They yes. love to use the best bits of last Ooh. week to not pad out, but uh, no. uh, to fill up the following <laughs> week's episode and create a sort of rolling narrative around yes. the show. So you're basically on the last leg again on the front yeah. I vote. I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but it's not fun watching you deconstruct everything around you. No. I'm, I I'm, like I'm, like I'm, it. No, it's not a fun personality no, trait. I like it. All right, Anna, well, you, you, you give me some pointers on the kind of person you'd like to meet, uh, <laughs> like me to be. Well, I want you to be, like, tragically scarred. I want self-harm scars up your arms. I want you to have, like, daddy issues. I want you to, like, really open up to us. I know that it's all the rage for people to uh, sort of go deep into their self-harm on podcasts these days. Yes. But I, yeah. I quite literally don't have the scars. And I, well, I think it would Fuck be... Sake. I think it would be jarring for you. Even you, Helen, would get embarrassed if I suddenly revealed that I did have self-harm scars. And what does even you mean? What does e- even you Even you, Helen, a woman Imagine that. In- impervious to embarrassment <laughs> would uh, be astonished. <laughs> I feel shame. Do you? No, I haven't for a while. It's been quite a while. Listen, it's it's not an insult, it's a compliment. No, I, it's psychotic. I, it's well, it's it, obviously there's a psychotic element, but but you're able to <laughs> breeze through life in a more carefree manner. It's to your immense credit. <laughs> Maybe it's because my parents sort of raised me with me at home and didn't feel the need to send me away, so I'd have to create this world around what? me where what? I was closed off. But they took over to Australia. That's exactly a little three. A holiday from the prison. Yeah. Um, very good time there. So the prison, here we go. Hey, here we go. I'm starting to use the kind of language that you want. I understand. I was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a cold, hard place. But that um, was just a normal school. It was a normal... That, it, it was uh, normal, the other school. Uh, which one? The one in England? Or? I'm going to say the one in England wasn't a normal school and it was a torture chamber. It was a torture chamber, whereas in Australia it was, it was just a 9am till 3pm summer camp, essentially. <sighs> Just, you know, few classes, hither and thither, and then off to the beach with <laughs> mum and dad. Where in Australia were you? I lived in Sydney. Very cool. Amazing. It was a nice time. And, I, uh, and, I, and, and when we left there, I was genuinely there was There were more yeah. tears, I think. I'd <laughs> oh. say the two big years for tears were uh, <laughs> 1998, um, going to boarding school for the first time, mm. and 2004. What about 97 when Diana died and Titanic came yeah. out? That was a big gift to the nation. Very good. Very uh, quick off the mark with 97. Thank I, you. Um, <laughs> I, I cried a lot. Yeah, 97 was an, it was a year for the nation. I didn't watch Titanic until last year, and Diana, um, I just I couldn't uh, really emotionally involve myself with it at the age of seven. I Who didn't I watch seven? And I cried the morning Diana died. I was six and I was because five. Because they didn't have live and kicking them. Right. <laughs> I was absolutely good. I woke my mum and dad up and said, Mummy, I don't know what's happening, but live and kicking isn't on, and somebody's had a broken car. You've been through so much. Is that how they found out that Diana died? Wow. Can you tell us everything about eating? Of course. I'm so intrigued. They pass something in the in the um, quadrant, and they have to walk on different sides of it depending on if they've done their exams or not. I think. 
Um, I don't remember having to do that. Okay, fuck it. I must have read it somewhere. No, but some of these traditions do exist, but they aren't really observed. I know yeah. that's the most boring answer I can give. Do you know Prince William and Prince Harry? No, they're older than me. They're, we didn't overlap. Apparently, do you know Benedict right. Cumberbatch? No, he's much older than me. We didn't <laughs> overlap. <laughs> I know Prince Friedrich von Preussen of Germany. Who's in my that's the celeb spot you wanted. How awesome uh-huh. is he? The good guy. Actually, I saw him at a wedding last weekend. Uh, we, we had a chat about how actually we've become better friends since school. It was really nice. Who got married? Uh, my friend Julian. It was a it was a uh, it was a non-religious ceremony, and I was the officiator. Congratulations! Well oh it was a real honour. And was it also like emotional for you? It like, was quite emotional. Being part of it and watching him interact with his father and your father Shh. not being there. My father wasn't there um, because Daddy's never there, and also Brackets <laughs> wasn't invited to the wedding. Yeah. How is your relationship with Daddy? You were jumping about all over the place. No, we're not. You can, this is actually one no. of the best songs we've done. It is a structure-free affair, this podcast. Oh, are you, oh. Jack, can you honestly, can you agree with us and say this is the best, like, narrative we've ever had? You're both right. It is structure free. Yeah. But, but it is also remarkably structured. Okay, apart from when did that 9-11 the towers and weird how they fell. Yeah. I cannot take any comfort from the knowledge that other podcasts have been worse. I, uh, I, I, but I, they have. They really have. Which I ge- mean, I was there thinking, oh my God, we're, we're cracked. Yeah, I was genuinely thinking, uh, we're doing so well yeah, this time. Yeah. <laughs> Play it cool, but we... Ah, oh, Parents sent you away from home. They didn't want you there. They didn't. They wouldn't want me. But can I just You're say? Not the success you thought you would be by this point in your life. Well, that's that's undeniably uh, true. Sometimes you jump to shows and no one's bought a ticket. Um, it's frequently in Leicester. Um, <laughs> I, but we all struggle in Leicester. Yeah. Uh, I would say. We did, didn't we? Yeah, we had a great time. Oh right. Well, that's good to hear. Perhaps you could. Uh, perhaps I could exit fly. You know? <laughs> um, the. Uh, I'll tell you something now about my dear mother. She did cry a lot when I went away to boarding school. Aww. So whether or not those were crocodile tears, yeah. uh, it um, it did give me some confidence at a, as a seven year old. <laughs> that the sadness was at least two directions. With your yeah. voice now, I'm picturing you at seven years old when your mum's crying, being like, "Well, I'm not sure, mother, if those are crocodile tears or not." Yeah. Like actually questioning her yeah. at that age, being like, "Are these real or fake, mother? It's hard to tell with you yeah. and your emotions." That's yeah. what we were told by the headmaster, Mr. Badham Thornhill. He'd say, "A lot of your mothers oh. will cry, but those tears are crocodile tears, and they don't want you." Oh. And that's oh how we God. would. Uh, that's how we would be absorbed into the school's way of thinking. Did you? Were you aware of like? One second, I want to ask this question, but it sounds so dodgy. I'm excited yeah, about the question. No, 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 because I can't do it. Because I'm Come gonna on. Back out of is it, it a is it a boarding school fiddling question? Because we were going to yeah. get to those eventually. It wasn't a boarding school, but it, may, it would make it sound like that. Did your teachers ever try and comfort you during the homesick <laughs> periods? One teacher that you would go to that was sort of like a parent that was like, but even more so because it's boarding school. Then I realised it immediately sounded like who tugged you off? Yeah. Yes. Who, who gave you the rub down? That's exactly it. It's a very slippery slope from a pat on the shoulder to a uh, a, a, a lovely. But my tug. question was wholesome. It was wholesome. Yeah. Uh, yes. Obviously, some teachers were nicer than others, and and I do remember that I was a teacher. Um, whose name? The thing is, I'm very happy to say his name because it is a story about him being a great teacher, but. You know, in your hands, it, it, the, 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 the pedo jokes will be flowing within seconds. I'm not gonna do that. 
I'm just going to call him Mr. C. And uh, a great teacher, a great man. Mr. C, an absolute <laughs> rotter who, who if, if, if there's any justice in the world, will be in some jail right now. Broadmoor! Um, ideally, all one with scrubs. Um, <laughs> Rosie, do you want to name a, a jail? Pentonville's a men's yeah, prison. Pentonville's yeah. very good. Birmingham men's prison. Alcatraz. Alcatraz is definitely the most dramatic of yeah. all the prisons. If Mr. C isn't in Alcatraz, <laughs> he'll, have, he'll, have, he'll have got off very lucky indeed. I think it's actually been decommissioned, Alcatraz. Yeah, it's totally out of business. He's still there. Yes, exactly. George. Some prisoners are still on Alcatraz. Um, some fiddlers never die. So what, Mr. Like C- their spirits never leave. Uh, I don't even know what I meant by it, to be honest. I'm in free fall, as established. Mr. C um, comforted <laughs> me when I uh, I remember I was eliminated from the school backgammon tournament in 1999. And this was probably... Oh, we're not ha- I'm not having a school backgammon tournament being a thing. <laughs> we'll try and picture what it might have involved. What is backgammon? Is it a card game? And it's not a card no. game. It's a, bit, it's, a bit like, it's a bit like chess. It's a game with, with counters, and you're trying to move the counters around the board. Oh, counters. So there was a tournament... I thought that I would cheer up my homesick heart by uh, <laughs> winning the tournament, or at least getting to the latter stages. Um, but I went out in the first round, and uh, and I went. I remember very vividly going to seek comfort in the not literal arms <laughs> of Mr. C, but uh, but 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 his reassuring words. And he's a good guy, and uh, he and his family now live on the south coast. And I did a gig mm. at the Bridport Arts Centre in 2017, and they all came. <gasps> And uh, we would have gone out for dinner afterwards if there'd been anywhere open. As it turned out, there wasn't. So I just had to shake his hand and get in the car and go home. But he was a good man. I love that. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ivo, do you want to talk about sure. how you're a dad now? Or do you want to just like be a dick? Yeah, it's very rewarding. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Come on. Wait, so you never saw attention as a child, though? I did want did attention. Did you seek attention at school? Like, were you the good boy, the joker? Great question, Rosie. It, We're on track. It is a good question. Uh, and I'm going to give it a damn good answer. Yes. Just give me a, give me a just, just second just to ponder it. 
So as I say, my life was thrown wildly off course. <laughs> not, not when I was sent to boarding school. That was par for the course. Yes. But in fact, when I was taken away from boarding school uh, and forced to reinvent myself at an Australian day school in 2001. Now, that was a difficult year for many people. It, oh, you're going to link that to some national tragedy. Of course, September. <laughs> that was an easy link. What, what tragedies happened in oh, 2001? 2001. <laughs> yeah, what happened? I've been growing up the day off school. Also, the four-year memorial of Red Diana's death as well. <laughs> Very difficult. Some people watch Titanic again. Um, even more moving the second time round. But um, so, in uh, at, at, as, as far as I recall, at Summerfields, the prep school I went to, when I was eight years old or seven years old. Um, my eighth birthday was my second day there and yes oh. there were tears oh. I've never been able to truly enjoy birthdays since um, but I, I felt like that was true yeah just because I put on a funny voice doesn't mean that I'm not actually feeling these things from the heart <laughs> Um, so I think I was all right. Popularity-wise, I think I, I did a solid job at my first boarding school. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the biggest fish in the pond, but I was, I, was, I was creating some small waves. And I remember when I went away to Australia, because very few people left the school despite the trauma. Um, so the fact that I was leaving early mm-hmm. um, was, was, was noteworthy enough. And I remember some of my schoolmates organized by uh, two chaps called Alex Doughty and Charlie Skillen. They um, oh my God, they names. got they got a football and everyone wrote messages on, oh, of uh, wishing me one on the football. Sweet. And I don't think it's completely arrogant and self obsessed to look back and, and suggest that that's a testament to the fact that I had some pals at the school and there was yes, a cer- there was a sure. certain degree of respect for what I was, was trying to achieve. There was a love for me. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I left a hole. Then I went to Australia and I reinvented myself. I had that English thing going on. Yes. Um, they were intrigued by that. There were a few jokes about Jeeves and Worcester, etc. But I settled into that humour. <laughs> kids are making jokes about Jeeves and Worcester. Very well-read children. Sydney, <laughs> Sydney Grammar School was a good school as well. Holy shit. Um, and freaky children as well. <laughs> freaky, well-read children with parents egging them on. Um, and at Sydney Grammar, I think I also had some mates and some laughs but it is exhausting <laughs> it's exhausting reinventing yourself and when I went to Eton I think uh, I'd slightly run out of steam on the old popularity oh. front and uh, and I was struggling to adapt back to boarding school life and I kept myself to myself a bit more and also the, mm. the game had changed when you're a teenager yes. Um, yes. I think the gulf widens between yes. the shy chaps and the loud For chaps sure. because there's less kindness in general there's, less, there's, there's more insecurity and there's less mm. social mobility yes. if you're shy you are retreating into yourself even more because it's such a battleground mm-hmm. and if you are naturally a shouter you're shouting even louder to make yourself yes. and um, so then I would say my attention seeking which had been developed earlier in my life and an enjoyment of that it got shut down at school and it, if anything it got um, it got pushed to one side so I became very attention seeking in my family in the holidays oh. because that was my reaction against sort of not really having much of a, a Bauer's got her hand up I have a question about your family holidays can I just make a quick general assumption yes and I know when we assume I make a count of everyone very nice <laughs> thank you that was lovely right she pulls back and lo she reveals <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like your family holidays I don't feel like you were going to Alicante I feel like you were going to like the Cambodian killing fields and Japanese prisoner of war camps um, while every day with my family is a prisoner of war camp <laughs> yes um, uh, we didn't go to uh, we, we've, I've never been to Cambodia 
What? You'd go um, to museums, though, but, and art uh, galleries. Yeah, of course. Um, not of course, not of course. I think it's the very least you can do on a family holiday to try and consume a bit of culture. Yeah, yeah we, my, my family were very much a museum and art gallery family. We didn't go to the beach. We didn't go to Disney Lyle. Oh, we did. Oh, fuck you. What's your best ever family holiday, Rosie? Barbados. Oh, see, that sounds great. That we go every year. You went to Barbados every year? Mm. Christ. And when I was uh, 11, we went to Shangi Prison to learn what it was like to be a Japanese prisoner of war. Another prison? Mm-hmm. Did you, what, did I've you been actually? to Auschwitz, Dachau, What's your Der Canal. But you lived, in, you lived in Germany yeah, when you were growing up. Yes, as oh. an adult. Yes. As an adult? What was a kid? What's your favourite prison? There's a lovely looking one in just outside of Dublin, an island. Lovely looking prison. <laughs> lovely looking prison. For lovely looking prisoners. Um, I remember we'd, we'd go to we'd go to Europe. I guess we'd go to France a bit. Um, nice. We had some family friends who lived in Geneva, so we'd go and see them, and we'd occasionally go skiing with them. The stereotypes are true. Um, <laughs> when we lived in Australia, that was a nice chance to go and visit other parts of Australia. So we had a lot Lovely of stuff. fun doing that. Uh, and you go into the bush. Um, that was good. That's very good, actually. Uh, I'm not going to try and do the accent myself uh, because because uh, you're too scared. I, I'm, actually, I'm actually a bit scared, and I don't, I, don't, I don't have your natural ease with this sort of thing. Do you do accents, Rosie? Yeah. yeah. Well, do you want to talk yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you've hung out with Adam Hills enough. Try and get that oh, Australian oh, hosting going on. Good day, mate. Hey, I'm a naughty. Talk about siblings. Absolutely, let's talk about siblings. Do you have a sister? I've got a sister and a brother, and they're both younger. Oh, I think we're, we're into some good stuff here. Oh, I was excited. Well, if you're seeking attention in your family and on family holidays, and you've got two younger siblings, this is where the good yeah. stuff comes. Yes. Yes. Who's Ivo Graham taking out his boarding school frustrations on? You're absolutely right. It's his younger brother. Yeah. Do I regret that now? Of course. Did I have actually quite an intense conversation with my brother about it in a pub garden in Clapham on Saturday? Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. Give this us a bit what... of the conversation. Give us a moment that you did this. My brother is four and a half years younger than me. He is an absolutely excellent man. And I've known that for some time. Um, when you're the age we are now, me, 28, him, 24, mm-hmm. uh, the, that age difference doesn't matter so much, particularly now that he's graduated from university and moved to London. Mm-hmm. We're pals. We hang out with each other's pals. We're in the same right. five-side football team. We chat about life, love, and everything in between. <laughs> um, but obviously, when you're teenagers uh, or children, four, four and a half years is a slightly bigger gap. My sister's only a year and a half younger than me, and she was always very mature, so frequently it was the two of us, gap, mm-hmm. And then the little squitter, my brother. <laughs> and um, <laughs> The squitter. The okay, squitter. Right. Um, it, it metaphorically didn't have any bowel issues beyond, <laughs> beyond, beyond the normal. Um, and I don't think, I think by, this, by the standards of most siblings, I don't think I was really bad um, at any point. And actually my brother and sister were at the same school for a bit and they were the ones who had a really tricky time when they were at the same school because then you're just trying to constantly get one over the other on campus, which is an ideal, mm. whereas I was off at boarding school having my own private hell. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I do think occasionally I would, I would lord it over my brother a bit mm-hmm. on, um, uh, in, in, in the holidays. And then 
everything changed as it did for all of us with the arrival of Facebook, where you could bully from afar and in a much more public sphere. And I remember being an absolute prick when I got Facebook and I was 18 and I was so excited to, I had a little bit of social capital and some female friends by this point and I was off to uni and and everything was going to be different. Um, You'd gone to Oxbridge, you were feeling good. I'd got into Oxford and I'm sure I could have got into Cambridge as well if only I'd applied, but you have to choose. And uh, so I, um, why not, why not have a bit of arrogance amidst all the relentless self-deprecation? I um, you got to balance it out. Uh, I'm flawed, uh, but on paper, I'm intelligent. <laughs> You're having a panic attack right but, now. But uh, I am a bit. But it's. Uh, yeah. But I feel. I, do you mind? I'm, I'm, I'm monologuing. But you no, can. No, I cut love this. you. you can cut this out. No, no, no. Keep going. I like a break. So. Um, uh, so, but it was 2008. Everyone, I'm, I'm aware some early adopters got onto Facebook 2006, seven. But all the Grahams jumped on in the summer of 2008, mm-hmm. and um, my brother was 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 also enjoying his own sort of first flush of semi-pubescent social uh, capital. You know, he had yes. some female friends. He'd added them on Facebook. Yes. He was 14. The world was his oyster. Um, and he was bantering, as you used to do back in the day. Mm-hmm. Remember when all banter was very public and there was lots of yes. comments on walls, lots of comments under photos? Yes. There's less of that these days. Yeah. Whereas yep. in 2008, all I wanted was just red notification hit after red notification hit yeah. of my comments. You're chasing likes. Dream. I'm That's all I you. wanted. Whereas yeah. now it's more about the private correspondence and really, really telling some people some very intense things in secret. Um, and if the screen grabs find their way out, the screen grabs find their way out. But, but, but ultimately, <laughs> it's at least meant to be private. So my brother was, um, he was having, he was just being a bit... So, completely innocently so, you know just having a little bit of teenage swagger in one yes, of his yeah. conversations underneath one of his profile pictures uh-huh. with a couple of girls and I jumped in my own hormonal insecurities <laughs> raging and made a couple of very cheap shots at the fact that my brother hadn't hit puberty yet and who was I, I to judge I'm not entirely sure I had at the age of 18 Certainly hadn't lost my virginity and wouldn't for another three years um, <laughs> af- after my brother, which is the subject of, of my first Edinburgh oh. show. Anyway, <laughs> I... Um, uh, my, this is so harrowing. I don't know my why. brother didn't take kindly to this, as, as well Lightly he should so, yeah. And... Uh, and there was a long apology campaign required. I, I deleted the comments, obviously, yeah. but you can't delete the memories. <laughs> and uh, and then later, I think the following year, I was doing my first bit of stand-up at the Fringe, and I was just grappling for any sta- you know, family oh, anecdote no, I could. No, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. told the story of this, and it was meant to be the story of how I'd been, you know, I, I, how I was the lame older brother, mm-hmm. and how my younger brother is cool, and how I had had to resort to humiliating him in this pathetic way. But essentially, it's still saying, listen to how, you know, how I humiliated my brother. And uh, and it was quite, I suppose, what you might call in 2019, although I'm aware this word is used in much more serious context, triggering uh, for my brother. And uh, and he couldn't believe that after the trauma that it had caused in 2008, here I was uh, downstairs at the Tron every single day at Edinburgh. Lovely room. Laughing. It was a lovely room, quite hot. Um, and actually, my brother was too young, because they're very strict on their 18 plus, because it's a pub. And I remember my, yeah. my brother saying, I wasn't even allowed in to see the show where you, you humiliated me. Um, oh! Each set a kill time in a Starbucks. So, um, oh, I 
know that Starbucks. The one just exactly yeah, just just yeah. up the mile. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. A great place for a fourteen-year-old boy to hang. To Always hang a queue out. for the toilet there in Edinburgh. Yes. Watch out for that. Um, well, uh, yes, it, that's it's not ideal, but you've just got to plan your day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my I would my brother and I I'd say there hasn't been uh, literally almost no acrimony for about five years on on pretty much any topic. Um, I love him so much. But uh, we did, it did come up just because we were sort of talking about the past. And I did think, God, that's not good, actually. That's not good at all. And it's such a cliche of, like, not got enough attention at school. Why not bully a younger sibling? <laughs> yeah, and I feel really that. sad that I fell into that trap so easily. But do you want to say, like, a little apology to him now? Oh, I think telling this yeah. story, it, you know, it has no, been an apology. No, but just have a little sincere moment. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's, that's, such, that's a classic, person, classic posh apology dodge. I think even by telling this story, it shows <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty contrite. Yeah. But, but, but will you say sorry? I don't think he needs me to say sorry. <laughs> I think it's perfectly clear how my feeling yeah. um, uh, Luto, I'm extremely sorry for both the way I behaved and then uh, the way I recounted that behaviour mm-hmm. jovially, you might even say gleefully on Don't stage. Don't try and get a laugh during your apology. Yeah. Ludo, I'm sorry. I was a bad brother. Oh, hi there. Uh, we're both really, really sorry to interrupt your listening of our amazing, amazing podcast. But Rosie and I have a special announcement because we're both at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival of Lights. Uh, <laughs> Rosie, yeah. tell the beautiful folk where your show is. My show, Backward, is at the Pleasant Courtyard. Every single bloody day at 7pm. Where are you? I am opposite Rosie Jones in the Pleasance Courtyard at 6pm. And my show is called Little Miss Baby Angel Face. And it's my first show. And we'd love to see some of you there. Come and that will be such a because we're ready for the best summer of our lives <laughs> see you there yeah. now Ivor we've got a treat for you oh good yeah okay so thank you for being open thank for you for being honest thank about the truth thank you for creating an environment in which I felt able to do that you don't you literally you're panicking you've been like shaking your legs the whole time you've got your arms crossed I'm quite a jittery person I've taken my watch off which you is have now thank you for speaking your truth thank you for um, uh, for welcoming my truth now we've got a treat for you yeah because we've got daddy here oh god Who's going to help you out? Oh, God. Hello. And be the daddy you always dreamed of. Is it Rosie Jones? I'm daddy. <laughs> hello, daddy. So, Thank you for saying that. But not every guest says hello, daddy. No, not enough. And no, quite a lot of them say, no. Yeah, it depends on the day for me. Not if I'm the mood okay. Or not. I'm one of the best role players in the business. Yeah. Well done. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Your daddy's <laughs> your favourite. Fuck off, are you serious? I'm right here. Daddy has to pick a favourite, and today that's me. Today. Right, so, <laughs> as your daddy, we're going to go out, the three of us, me, you, Ludo. For a minute, I thought I was invited again. Never mind. (laughs) To be fair, my mum and sister also haven't made the cut, so you can hang out with them. And they're good value. Great. 
Oh, oh, oh my, yes, oh my, oh my, oh. what I'm going to tentatively call yeah. my, my biological yeah. father. <laughs> oh, yes, that can do proper. Um, and we are going to make amends. Please. As I say, I, I, I feel I've, I've done that quite um, consistently. Yeah. Can you let your daddy talk about this prayer? How about that? Shut your mouth and respect her. Sorry that you didn't get invited on the outing, Helen. I'm not fussed about that. I'm just fussed about respecting our elders. Okay. And now you're ready to get more angry. Yes, always. We are, we're not going on just a normal day trip. We're going on holiday. That's fantastic news. No, because then you know I'll just be no. seeing it from home again. Stop. Yeah. And I'll have to resist the temptation to humiliate my brother in the you traditional won't, fashion. You won't, though. I feel like you've grown, I've grown as a brother and as a human being. I'm going to go with your mum and sister to Disney World, Florida. You have an absolutely great time with the gals. They're good value. <laughs> the gals. I, uh... Does your mum have a good mum name? Uh, no, she's just Mrs. Graham, ultimately. <laughs> um, and she's to be respected, actually. She'll have a good time at Disneyland, though. Mrs. Graham. I, um, it's also reminded me this, if I may interrupt this uh, yes. lovely bit of uh, no, daddy I'm invite. Done, no, Thank that you, daddy. Knows. But in 2009, it, when I just started comedy. Oh, I remember 2009, uh, the two, year that Sri Lanka sunk. Absolutely <laughs> amazing gift for remembering tragedies. Um, but it wasn't a tragic year for me. I was having a, a wicked time at uni. The ghosts of Eton laid to rest. <laughs> And I was doing, uh, I was doing pretty well uh, for a for first timer at the old stand up. Yet to die on my hole at the Leicester Mercury. We don't talk about. That However, I took that arrogance home with me, and I developed a persona which my brother now refers to as Smug Ivo. <laughs> <laughs> So in 2009, I was smug Ivo, and I'm now not that person anymore. Yeah. But uh, but he brings that up occasionally to keep me in check. If I'm ever getting a bit full of myself at a dinner party, he'll say, is this the return of smug Ivo? And it cuts me to my core. He keeps you real. He keeps yeah. you real. He keeps me yeah, so real. I really like your brother. He's, He's a, a great, great guy. guy. If I knew you were coming to Australia with us, but I'm afraid it's oh, me. Oh, fuck off. Only room for three people on that prime. Yeah. Australia because like Rosie went to the have you done Melbourne International Comedy Festival I did the same show Rosie did this year but last year oh congratulations not for the first time she's uh, walking in my footsteps and she's taking bigger strides uh, uh, no Ivo let's not do that my love we've had a nice time do you know what I mean let's not point out what Rosie's doing better than you we're yeah no you're right nice there's no here. need for that no. do you want to just plug your um, socials and then we can just leave it there uh, it makes me sick but you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and yeah. I'm doing a show at the Edinburgh Fringe and all of it is available. What's your Edinburgh Fringe show? Oh, just Google it. It's called... Oh, my God! Not That's not to you. That's to the people at home. I find it astonishing in this day and age when people will say, and you can go to www.edfringe.com. Yes, just follow you on Twitter or Instagram yeah. and everything important is on there. It's so easy. I'm with you. I'm fully with you. Fuck yeah. it. You know what? Just follow him on Twitter yeah. and Instagram. Oh, I'm good on Twitter, on. actually. Are you? Good. Yeah. I don't do a lot of tweets, but when I do, they bang. Actually, before yeah. you came in here, producer Jack was saying I loved Ivo's tweet yesterday it made me laugh so much yes. was it yesterday yeah and you did a tweet about still having university exam stress strings what an odd brand was saying tweet. how much you loved it thank you very much Jack I hope you liked it I did yes um, thank you very much, Ivo. I'm sorry we took you on such an emotional journey. Yeah. It was very emotional I feel battered but I um, and not in a good way but I've really enjoyed it 
Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Rosie. Thanks, Alan. Goodbye. Bye. Dos Vidania. Dos Vidania. You have one new voice message. New voice messages. Bobby Mayer. It's Helen Bauer here, calling on behalf of Helen Bauer and Rosie Jones. Productions in Production with Studio 71 and our producer Jack. We were just wondering whether you were free at any point and fancy travelling into the old centre of Londres to talk to me and Rosie about your childhood and were you, were you, are you an attention seeker? Did you feel the need to have everyone look at you? Because we just feel like you've got so much to say and we just love to hear from you and spend time with you, Bobby. So please call me. Thank you so much. Bye. Deleted. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.